0: Shawn Michaels was the wrestler that defined the 1990s. The top end of 1990s wrestling was represented by Shawn Michaels, and in particular, his run from 95 through about 98. I don't think – I think he was gone by late 98. On the flip side, of course, is Kurt Angle is the wrestler that defined much of the 2000-2010 period, the aughts, as it were both in WWE and when he left to go to TNA. What he did was he brought a new athleticism with him. And it's because of Kurt Angle's intensity that we have started to see the general change in sort of the tone of wrestling. And you see it most in groups like Ring of Honor in PWG. This elevated work rate, hard-hitting combination of pro wrestling traditional methodologies and the sort of stronger amateur grappling. In many ways, Kurt Angle is a Japanese wrestler. He has used the theory that All Japan and New Japan were using in the 90s and brought it to the WWE. So this match at WrestleMania in 2005 was a huge deal because it was really the best possible meeting of the star of the nineties and the star of the two thousands. And, you know, when I say Michaels was the star of the nineties, he up until he retired, he was working at a top rate, but was still using the philosophies that he had sort of developed in the late nineties. If you watch his match with, Triple H, which I highly recommend. The one is comeback match. I think it was 2002 at WrestleMania, at a SummerSlam. That match has worked as if 2000 and 2001 hadn't happened. As if what we had been seeing from Angle, in particular, hadn't happened yet. And it was done so well, and the blood was so perfectly used, that it just absolutely made complete and total sense. This match, in a way, is a similar transition as the Shawn michaels finally retiring the 1980s when he beat rick flair kurt works his style and sean works his style and they mesh so beautifully things that sean was always seen as being an innovator for the classic for me being the splash that he did the twisting springboard splash onto angle who was on the table outside that easily could have been nineteen ninety-seven Michaels. It felt like nineteen ninety-seven Michaels, but it was eight years later, a lifetime of work and injury, really, for Sean. While Kurt worked his style, and the, the opening sequence of this is an amazing example of what it's possible when you take the amateur concept of getting down and exchanging holds on the ground and trying to do escapes and reversals. And you imply, you apply to that added pro wrestling intensity. In essence, it's legitimate competition with the overlay of selling and theatricality. Watch Sean's face as he tries to sit out against Kurt. And then watch the face of someone trying to do the same thing in an actual amateur wrestling man. Completely different. There is far more intensity in Sean's face. There's far more, in a way, panic. As the match goes on, we start to see where they their styles mesh and where they are disparate. And that actually works to forward the match. When Sean hits a superkick, Kurt sells it magnificently. Kurt sells it like a pro wrestler. When Sean gets trapped in the ankle lock, he sells it like a pro wrestler. But Kurt treats it like an amateur. Like he is working for a legitimate moment and win. And the last two minutes or so, as Sean is trapped in the ankle lock, are phenomenal it builds and it's as if that moment is determining that this is Sean struggling against the forward progression against the next generation even though i think they're roughly the same age but and eventually he's overcome that's the path of the match the match is the 90s versus the odds does michael still have it and he did no question he was great in this match kurt defined what the match did while Sean determined how the match flowed that's a big difference while Kurt was determining move set and what were the the peaks and valleys the transitions were all Sean making sure they went and flowed into the next spot it was brilliant it's just watching it is an absolute treat i don't know if kurt was Sean's best opponent post 2002 when he came back. Triple H is certainly up there. They had some great ones. I would say Kurt's best opponent might have been Benoit. But this match, more than any of those, stands out because it is two guys giving everything and ultimately defining what the next generation would be. You can trace moments in this match through to today in NXT directly. You can trace the way submission, because submissions were rarely done like this very rarely done like this in WWE and almost never towards the top of the card by big stars but now we see that happening again this is an amazing match and I highly recommend I cannot recommend it more highly and I think there's a generation that we're just starting to see pop up who are coming up from this time frame the two who first became fans because of Angle, because of the Michaels run. And that generation is going to be the ones that, in the next five years or so, are going to completely take over. I love Roman Reigns, for example, but he's not of this generation. Seth Rollins, on the other hand, is. This is a great, great match, and I highly recommend giving it a watch. The next few episodes, I'm going to be talking a lot about Kurt Angle, both matches that won match of the year and some that didn't. Because I think we really need to start to get angle as a force because he was the back on which a lot of what wrestling has become over the last five to ten years he was what it was built on kurt angle is the 21st century's most significant in-ring performer because honestly you can't say that john cena isn't the most significant worker of the last because from packaging through delivery through promos and all of that cena Absolutely, and someday I'm going to do a whole thing on Cena, looking at how this guy's career changed everything. But Kurt Angle changed what we see in the ring for the better, mostly, partly, kind of. We'll figure that out.